Hello, friends, and welcome to Judgment, the ultimate movie ranking podcast. Here, we enter films into a competition-style showdown, then discuss, rank, and rate before offering our final judgment on what should move forward in our tournament of champions. This season, we have chosen our favorite horror films to face off. Welcome to round two in our tournament of champions. This episode, we're going to revisit round one winners, Sleepaway Camp, and The Shining. We're going to offer up some deeper discussion on the two movies with some new categories and insights before making our final judgments on which movie will move forward to round three. Remember, we discuss these movies in depth, so spoilers ahead. As always, let's have some fun and enjoy. Welcome back to Judgment, the ultimate movie ranking podcast. Tonight, we're going to be talking about a matchup between Sleepaway Camp and The Shining. We're moving into the round two category of the horror tournament. And with me tonight, I have... Yeah, I have. I have my co-host. Hey, this is Blaine. All right, and the uh, hi, hi, hi. Uh, the other one. And <laughs> this is Jill. All right, smooth ass silk today. <laughs> I tell ya, very nice. Eighteen years of radio school. Yes, did perfectly. All right, so yeah, we're moving into round two of our horror movie championship here. So tonight we're gonna try and decide between Sleepaway Camp and The Shining, who's gonna move forward. And to do so, we're just going to have a light discussion and figure out what movie should go ahead. Our first round two matchup. It is. Here first round two. Yeah. Very we'll see exciting. how it goes. Very exciting. Interesting matchup here. Oh. Okay. You know, because um, we have one, I dare say, a heavy hitter in The Shining and one more of a kind of under the radar type of horror movie. I had not even heard of it until we watched it um, for this bracket. That's a shame, frankly, but okay. I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm still a little bitter about what movie uh, Sleepaway Camp defeated in the first round, but oh. that's neither here nor there. Let's see what this matchup brings today. How about that? You got it. Yeah. All right. So where do we want to start, guys? Uh, I mean, you know, we already broke down all the movies in round one, which is why we're not going to bother doing that here in round two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we just need to kind of talk through what movie deserves to go through here. Um, so, I mean, first off, do either of these movies stand the test of time? Do you think they hold up nowadays in the 2020s? What? <laughs> so we're talking about, what, 1980. Three for Sleepaway Camp and yep. 1980 for The Shining. 1980. So, roughly, you know, about 40 years that these movies have been out. Do they still hold up? Do they stand the test of time? I just got a little bit of anxiety thinking about how old these movies are and how close they are to my birthday. So, <laughs> goddamn. Okay. Um, well, if we're talking about the test of time. Jill, what do you think? The test of time. I mean, I think absolutely for both. I mean, <laughs> think about it. Oh, it's just a slam dunk like that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, there's The Shining, which will always mm-hmm. be a horror movie favorite. Everybody loves it. You got to watch it no matter what. Mm-hmm. Blaine, this was your first time seeing The Shining, right? Yeah. But you basically knew what you were getting into because 
you knew what The Shining was. Its yeah, reputation we, it, precedes itself. Yeah, and we talked about that during the, the actual episode where we broke it down, how I was kind of disappointed based on all the hype that I had heard about it. And then when I actually saw it, it was a, a little bit of a letdown with how scary it was. But that doesn't mm-hmm. really tell me whether or not it stands the test of time, though. I will say that I think The Shining for sure does. Okay. You know, just... Well, that would implicate uh, you don't feel the same about the other movie. <laughs> That's not... Oh, 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 oh. Let, let me explain myself, okay? <laughs> so, The Shining, it's a classic. For, they, they call it a classic for a reason. You know, everything about how it's done completely carries over into nowadays because there's nothing super specific about... 19 tying the movie to 1980 mm-hmm. it was just a guy going crazy and hating his family <laughs> hey that's that sounds like 2021 hey, yeah sounds like my life hey. uh, <laughs> um so I, I, yeah no don't be wrong this is a very interesting uh conversation but who is they what do you mean they <laughs> well you said they call this a classic i was just they mm-hmm. um that's demi lovato oh she goes by they now there we go. Four minutes in. The provincial day. <laughs> no, the masses. They as in the masses. Mm. The Catholics, eh? Yes. <laughs> really love this one. Father, son, house of Gucci. God, have you seen that? No, I don't want to. Really? <laughs> no, not really. I, I know it's going to be terrible, but it looks entertaining as shit. Perhaps no. tune in for podcast number 175 when we break down House of Gucci. I gotta be honest, I don't even know what category that's gonna fall <laughs> Um Movies Overacting? About... Is that a category we're gonna have? <laughs> oh! Movies about fashion families. Oh, God. Okay. We'll get there. Seems like a low category. <laughs> Real low hanging fruit. We might here. run out of things. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so back to Shining. I 100% think it stands the test of time. Creepy then, creepy now. Nothing saying, hey, this is 1980 other than the carpet. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I, I would have that carpet today. But more of like an homage rather than a... Uh... That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. You know. That'd be kind of fun, actually. Yeah. You're like, wait a second. The shiny is carpet? Is this the shining carpet? No one in my family would get it. It'd be really sad. But, but once, at least you two would. When that one person got it, got it, you'd be like, it was worth it. Yeah. It was worth it. Um, it would be. All, whatever thousands of dollars it would take. But, but... would it match the drapes? Oh. oh. It's the oh. real question. I, squares? Octagons? Whatever those were? <laughs> That'd be fun. Squares? Octagons? I don't know. I can name more shapes. It's regular geometry class. I think they were hexagons, actually. That's probably right. Yeah, you fucking idiot. Um, six, no. six sides. So, how? what do you guys, do you think Shining holds up? Stands the test of time, or isn't? Uh, I agree. I think Shining uh, stands the test of time. I, uh, but I would have to say it. Uh, this movie would have been a little shorter with cell phones. Really couldn't make that movie today. You know what I mean? I mean, you could always argue there's no service. Yeah, that's they were up there. They're that's a fair point. Remote. It's snowy. I, I, Towers I, could be down. Yeah, I, I go could through be pockets reasons. here mm-hmm. where I don't get any service. Well, that's because you have T-Mobile, my friend. Ho! Hey, 
they merged with Sprint. It's a completely legitimate company now. Like a, a what? Legitimate, <laughs> as they say. You know, I'm modern, so I shorten everything a little bit. That's what everybody does. That that tells your age. Uh, <laughs> well, I think it's safe to say they won't be sponsoring us anytime soon. Well, I'll tell you what. If they decide to, I'll uh, just remove this piece and we can move <laughs> on. Yes. All right. But uh, where the hell were we? We were talking about... Uh, You're saying how it wouldn't carry over because they would just use their cell phones to call for help. Um, well, I mean, that's one thing where, you know, modern technology might have them on it. But, uh, I mean... Uh, then I think we instantly like disproved your theory and shut mm-hmm. it down. You did. Uh, so ganged up on me. Especially... Any other reasons? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> asshole. Mm-hmm. I will say, uh, I wonder what the modern child would think of this, because how bored would they be in this fucking situation? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, they'd want their iPad. They'd want that. I don't know if they'd be amused by their tricycle Mm -hmm. down the hallway. They'd want their Game Boys. That's what they use now, right? (laughs) Game uh, Boys. Their power gloves. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's a real piece of technology that did not ever need to exist. That was absolutely ridiculous. It didn't take off. No. No, it shouldn't have. shouldn't have. Got my power gloves and my talk boy. I'm ready to have a great Friday night. Forgot a talk boy. <laughs> uh, Another queen? shitty one. Yeah. Yeah. Really shitty. So, I mean, you got Okay, as far else? as staying Consensus. the test. Yeah, is it, is it staying in the test of time? Well, I, I'm, I have some things to say about The Shining, but uh, as far as staying the test of time, I think absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about Sleepaway Camp? Uh, 100%. Uh, minus, you know, the. Uh, Underlying homophobia, transphobia, a um, little bit of racism because there are not any uh, people of color at this camp that I remember. Uh, Just Jane Earl Jones' dad. Yes, who wasn't a camp attendee? No, he was not at a all. Employee. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, there are some underlying themes apart from this the child murder um, that might not fly as easily as they did in 1983 <laughs> like you said which is a shame i feel like we could we've uh you know progressed to the point where we can have more child murders on the screen why not yeah why not hmm. completely fine jill what do you think about sleepaway camp do you think that one stands the test of time i think the thing about sleepaway camp is it'll definitely be viewed differently through <laughs> yeah. a 2020s lens mm-hmm. yeah and having the big reveal be the trans kid is the murderer is probably not going to sit well with a lot of people. No, no. That... Whether or not they're a voluntary trans kid like Angela. <laughs> well, uh, I think that's even bigger issue that she was not a voluntary <laughs> trans person. So <laughs> she did not suffer from gender dysmorphia. Her, uh, her aunt Martha did. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're going to be a girl. It was mm-hmm. imposed because I have a boy already. <laughs> So I guess you could argue that that's what makes her into a murderer, not necessarily the fact that she is trans. So oh. arguably, maybe not offensive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tough to say, but I'm definitely... I'm going to go ahead and say probably a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, not as clear cut as a time 
standing. I don't know what to say. Standing still, moving. Like yes. <laughs> I came up with a silly way, but well, you know, if yeah. you really think about it, The Shining is kind of timeless. I mean, it. Uh, That's the theme of the movie. It is. I mean, don't get me wrong. Wow. It never explains that, but it, it is doesn't. a theme. Yeah. It does not. It is a theme. A lot of questions there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think we kind of know where we're at with as far as that category is concerned yep. shining yes sleepaway camp eh, i don't know it, well standing the test of time is like uh i mean there's a, it, there's a bunch you know there's a lot of different ways you can take that but yeah there truly is i mean yeah. the camp value that oh, the uh, campy value that is sleepaway camp is kind of timeless it's entertaining yeah it's wild to look at but it's okay you don't feel like Jesus Christ, this movie. Um, I'm trying to think of an instance where it was just like not connecting in a certain way. You know? I don't know. I think it, unless kids nowadays just don't know what camp is, that'd be the only thing. That's pretty fair. I think, do they? Yeah. Do kids <laughs> yeah. go to camp? Do kids go to like multiple nights away camp anymore? I don't know. I know my niece and nephew. Okay, here's the stupid shit. So they go to a camp, but it's at a school maybe 10 miles away from their house. So I don't feel like... Do they sleep there? Absolutely not. Yeah, they come Matter of fact, they're there for four hours and then come home. That's So, so that's day camp. Yeah, that's a day camp. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's a thing anymore. So really throwing that camp word around, uh, I think it's just, please get these children out of my hair activities, but, I oh mean... Day camp. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Who knows? Hey, if you're a Gen Zer, give us a call. Let us know. Do you go to camp? Yep. All right. Well, as mind. you know, as you know, I am a Gen Zer. So <laughs> I was born in the year 2000. Oh wow! I'm 22 years old. Just got out of college. <laughs> yep. Fantastic. Yeah. Huh. That's all I got uh... for that. <laughs> that was me. That was me uh, trying to lift you out of that hole you dug. But well, uh... yeah. holes. All right, well, let's ask this question then. Okay. Did either of these movies... (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Add anything... Words are difficult. Did either of these movies add anything to the horror movie genre? Uh, I would say for sure, absolutely. I mean, uh, if you think about The Shining... um, Horror movies were really looked down. Uh, I'd probably say since what? What do you think? Like the fifties and forward till about the eighties, when they started to make like real money in the box office. So, I mean, The Shining comes out. It's directed by the guy who did uh, Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey. So, I mean. People were probably a little taken aback by that, that he's doing a horror movie. So, I think, if I'm trying to get to a point here, it would be that I think Kubrick adds a artistic element that people either didn't see in horror movies previous. And I think that kind of carries on. I mean, if you look at horror movies today, like Hereditary and uh, Midsummer. 
which is by the same director because that's the only two fucking movies I can think of right now. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, you know, they're, that's definitely still there. They still don't get a whole lot of respect, but they do make money. So, I mean, it's all how you look at it. I, but if I had to think about it, it would be that Kubrick brought some kind of validity to the genre. A little artistic legitimacy. Yeah. Yeah. And as you can see, he did this in 80, and then just three years later, they did Sleepaway Camp, which I would argue, <laughs> equally artistic of a movie. I think it, you know, it elevated even further. Mm-hmm. No, I, I would, I'd have to agree with you, because before 1980, what was... The, yeah, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out a few years before, uh-huh. and it was absolute, you know, it was an ugly movie. <laughs> it was an ugly movie. Yeah. And then you have... Nobody was congratulating anyone when that movie came out. <laughs> no. And then you have Kubrick, a legit, high-level... Illuminati member. Yeah. Is that not like, where you're going with that? Oh, yeah, sorry. exactly. <laughs> you know, he's a grand wizard of the Illuminati. And here he is. Just, hey, is that their ranking system, same as the... Uh, the KKK? The Triple K? <laughs> yeah. I, I, would, I would anticipate them being similar. You know, if it, uh, if it exists, they probably are equally just terrible. So, yeah. Yeah. But anyways... Kubrick... This isn't our Illuminati <laughs> podcast. We do that on Friday, so... <laughs> Cooper was a heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. Getting him in and bringing that art to the it, it, it was definitely a genre setter. Yeah. For sure. And apart from it just being prettier way to do a horror movie, I, I think this is probably the, the first big psychological horror movie. And like you mm-hmm. said just a second ago, without The Shining, you wouldn't have Hereditary or Midsummer. Mm-hmm. Just those two. Cause... <laughs> Let's yeah, see. I feel like you're kind of yeah erasing Hitchcock with everything you just said. But... No, that's fair. That's the... But <laughs> but that was is is that was a he, whole generation before, and I I know this is sacrilegious, but is Hitchcock more thriller than he is horror? I mean, I would consider The Birds a horror movie. That's a pretty frightening concept. I think Psycho is pretty frightening. That's a good one too. I think that's horror for sure. Okay, that's and fair. I'll admit. And... I did forget about that <laughs> when I went on my rant. So as good far call. as like <laughs> beautiful shots and setting the scene and things like yeah, that, Hitchcock yeah. really did pave the way for that. But oh. I would say things like Vertigo and Rear Window were probably more thriller, thriller. than North horror. North Northwest, but uh, Thirty Nine Steps. Uh, yeah, I would say two, there was an artistic element to horror. Chris Cross, pre Kubrick. Okay, well, I stand corrected. Sorry to stomp on yeah. your point. Um, Jill, I was trying to annoy you, and it didn't work, so. Oh, wow. That's a failure on my part. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh, it absolutely works every single time, whether you're trying or not. Jill's like, things to do, boys, things to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, perhaps um, I was uh, overstating a little bit, but I will still say that it added some stuff. To the genre, because if, if nothing else, if we really want to break it down, yes, you got your Hitchcock, who had his horror movies, but I guess to break it down even further, haunted house movies, which 
at the end of the day, this is a haunted house that people are in. Yeah. Definitely got to step up from this one, I'd say. You know. To piggyback off of your point, I would say that the set design really does pop in this movie. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. more and than the that, Hitchcock movies, for sure. Yeah. Yes. He did a lot yeah. with those, like, big wide-angle shots, and he was one of the first mm-hmm. to really incorporate those, especially into horror. So all of those, like, big, huge shots you get of the hotel lobbies and things like that. Yeah, I do like this. And this is at a time when Stanley Kubrick would just be like, I want to do a movie, and people would just hand him crates of money to do that <laughs> you know he was he was like uh yeah i'm just gonna do this move about a haunted house well just tell me how much you need and we'll make that for here's you. the money yeah yeah and there, uh, especially this time period the 1980s nobody was giving horror movies any money <laughs> these were getting Which, real yeah when you compare mm-hmm. it to the other movie in this matchup oh for sure <laughs> There is, sure. there is a... Are you implying there's not a massive budget behind Sleepaway Camp? <laughs> we'll say there's a noticeable mm-hmm. difference in the overall quality of the filmmaking. Let's be frank. If you said that uh, Sleepaway Camp could only film between the hours of 10 a.m. to noon... And... <laughs> on Thursdays. <laughs> on Thursdays. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That checks out. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well... I'm mm-hmm. I'm standing strong with Shining. Yeah, I think does we're all on that page. Genre. Yeah. Now, Sleepaway Camp, on the other hand, yeah, uh, was essentially just a complete ripoff with a little bit of a twist of Friday the Thirteenth. I mean, so it's hard to say that that adds anything to the genre unless you take the trans element. But is that really adding anything, anything to the genre? I mean, no. No, it's <laughs> but, not. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, besides the... Uh, I mean, if you look at film history, this was the era of the gay villain, where if you were gay in a movie, you were a terrible person, in one way or another. And so, no, that doesn't hold well for... No. You know, that at all. But I gotta say, um, and I just want to clarify, this movie sure stole from slasher movies of the time absolutely but it ain't bad you know what i mean yeah not a bad movie it's not a bad i mean like we said it's not a bad movie they can only shoot it's, for two hours once it's a, a bad week movie and... i was joking it is a bad movie it's a very fun movie it, yeah. i didn't say it's not entertaining but mm-hmm. it's bad <laughs> they're not mutually exclusive but they're it definitely wrong. did not add anything to the genre well my argument's always been, I can't think of a time when there was a, and let's just put it in quotes, a female killer. You know what I mean? Yeah. But she wasn't female. Well, she, we don't know how she identified. We've got to give her the benefit of the doubt. Let's not get into this debate. Uh, no, That's this is fair. not where we need to be. <laughs> That's fair. Three cisgendered people. We, uh... <laughs> Not the place for us. That's but uh, anyway. Uh, but no, I mean, uh, again, taking out the aggressive transphobia, this probably is, but yeah, that surprise ending is one shocking and... 
pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. It was. And I'm not mm-hmm. taking away anything from the ending. Purely looking at it from a genre-changing perspective. Mm-hmm. It's not there. Okay. It's not there. All right. Jill? I gotta agree with you. Mm-hmm. I can't really pinpoint anything that I feel that this really added to the genre. So, if I have to work for it this hard, maybe not. Maybe not. Question, did this come out after Friday the 13th Part 2? Pretty sure. Pretty sure. (laughs) Okay. Then, yeah, it definitely did. Yeah. Because it stole from that one, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. No. In what way? What what it stole? Some of the... I I just... It's the same. I wasn't... Sorry. I said that as if I was putting you on blast. I was just curious if you had an example. That's my bad. Because uh, you're, again, not wrong. It definitely stole from those movies. But, again, not wrong, and it didn't really add anything either. All right, well, we'll put a -hmm. a stamp on that. But while it didn't change to the genre, I think there's a difference between adding to it but now that I think about it, I don't know what it added either, but okay. So, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep that in mind was, for... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited sure. for you to explain. Yeah, I, uh, I was too until it came out of my mouth. And I... I know what it added. Mm-hmm. Gratuitous baseball scenes. <laughs> uh, scenes is a lot. A sorry, damn near entire movie of a baseball game at camp. Yes, yeah. that's what it added. And people just pissed beyond belief at this baseball game. It's always time for a whole baseball game. They might have been as mad as all the characters in Cobra Kai are about uh, this uh, fucking oh tournament. Oh, yeah, they take it serious. <laughs> yeah. We cannot get a, on a Cobra Kai tangent because I will not stop talking. Oh, it's our next category. Until the sun comes up. <laughs> yeah. Well, look here. Is this comparable to... Okay. Oh. Um, all right. If so, I had a great answer for it. <laughs> so next question for you guys which movie had the better villain? The better antagonist, as they say. Hmm. So I'm going to say these are Jack. Okay. And That's a fair one. Angela. Yep. From Sleepaway Camp. Okay. Who's better? All right. Better is a weird word for it. Who is the... What would we say? I mean, who was better at their job? Because if that's the case... Uh, we know who's. I think Angela kind of wins that one. Yeah. I mean, I think Angela for yeah. sure because mm-hmm. if that's what we're we're saying, who was the more effective villain? <laughs> Angela all day. Yeah, she killed Jack like kills one person. People. Yeah, yeah, in the bitchiest way possible. He surprise attacked him. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Angela did a lot of surprise attacks well, too. She's a bitch. Yeah. And what can you say? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, not as big a bitch as that Judy. Oh, I mean, I mean from from that perspective, Angela is the better villain. But what are we asking with that question? Well, I think maybe did the villain accomplish their goals, and how did they do that? Mm-hmm. Did they accomplish their goals, or do we, are we saying like who was more dislikable? Maybe who's scarier? Unlikable, maybe. Unlikable. What did yeah. I say? Dislikable. That's not a word. That's all right. Um, Webster's, if you're out there. Who is 
I guess we can combine all of those things. I mean, are you? We could say who's worse. I I suppose. But, but I mean, like, but then that the other question was the better element is who is actually a better bad guy who is more effective. That's a fun way to look at it. Um, so if we're saying that, so let's break it down like this: Jack's job as a villain, uh, he was creepy. It goes without saying. Jack was really creepy. Real creepy. Real, um, really unlikable. Very unlikable. From the jump. Uh, not nice. Asshole. Yeah. But he did have one job to do, and that was to kill his wife and son. And Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Could not handle it. Even Froze with all the ghost help, he yeah. couldn't do it. Still couldn't do he it. Had a hotel full of ghosts giving him assistance and couldn't kill... Yes. A wafy. Well, I mean, in all fairness to the ghost, they did have full-time jobs. That's true. (laughs) That's true. They are a little busy. Those ballroom glasses are not going to clean themselves. Oh, could you imagine dying and that's what your eternity is? (laughs) Cleaning the ballroom glasses at the Overlook Hotel. That's still better than the guy who has to give blowjobs for the rest of his life. (laughs) But what did the guy who's getting it do? Yeah. He, he must was have a, been a real good guy. He was the Dalai Lama in this past. He, yeah. Everyone liked him. Look, uh, this is not ideal, but there is a perk. What kind of catch-22 is that, though? Like, you get blowjobs for the rest of your life, but mm-hmm. it has to be from a giant bear. <laughs> you know. Maybe they get to change the outfit. We don't know. You know, I have been thinking about this, and please forgive me if I brought this up on the episode where we did The Shining, but... It's such a weird visual that it feels like Stanley Kubrick saw that somewhere. Like as a kid or something? God, I hope not as a kid, but it feels like... <laughs> that was... <laughs> Damn it. I really hope not, but I wonder if... dark. Yeah. Whoops. Because that... Uh, there's no way that was in the book that Stephen King <laughs> was like... Um, uh, so Wendy runs up and sees Let's this. Let's not put that past Stephen King. No, you're, you're right there. You're right. But it just feels like it's so weird that Stanley Kubrick might have been at uh, a 70s Hollywood party and saw that scene and was like, I'm going to throw that in a movie one day. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Uh, just those super weird things like that. It, it's like you pulled it from somewhere. Yeah. You just don't think that on the spot. And if you do, kudos. <laughs> it's a very interesting take you have, sir. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so yeah. back to our, our villain debate. Better slash. Who's the better slash worst villain? So, so Jack couldn't complete his job. No. Uh, Angela, for the most part, worked really hard at completing hers. I mean, she she boiled a man in uh, water. You know what? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. Hands down, Angela's the better villain. I. I mean, I think so. I have to agree as e- well. Except for, I didn't dislike Angela the whole time. And mm-hmm. I think, I don't know what kind of weight I put on that. Does that make her even better of a villain? That you feel bad for? For sure. Because yeah. the worst people are people who convince you they're not that bad. See, it's a, it's tough. It's See, tough. I'm, I'm impressed by... How well Jack Nicholson made his character unlikable. 
But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about villain. It's not about Jack Nicholson. Even though he let Roman Polanski rape that girl in his pool, we um oh boy, <laughs> oh. Oh, the seventies were crazy. Um, maybe he saw something at Jack Nicholson's house in the seventies, and there's a bear costume. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past Jack Nicholson to have put on that bear costume and given Mount Blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> it was a listen wild here, time. Sparky. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna get down on my knees and suck that dick. Um, I'm gonna blow I your what, fucking dick. I don't know what impression I was just doing. <laughs> that was weird, yeah. All right, so Angela, mm-hmm. the better villain. I, I'm gonna have to go hands down with Angela. By here. far the more effective villain, and I'm gonna have to say that that's what we're looking for right now. Mm-hmm. Angela, way to go. Because, I way mean, way to go. There was no preconceived notion when Angela went to camp that she had to kill people, that was all her. That was all her. And kill people she did. Amen. In mm-hmm. in kind of ingenious with a beehive. That's that, that's ballsy. Yeah. That's ballsy. That's right a there. villain right there. That's a good one. Alright. So our last little I guess last point of discussion before we move on to our more fun categories we have planned is Did these movies stick with you in some way? Like after you watched them, did it were you thinking about them? Mm-hmm. You know, years later, you're like, ugh, ugh I can't. That, that one scene still bothers me, or something like that. And we're talking about this in a horror context, right? Yeah. Okay. In a horror context, did it have a lasting impression on you? Okay. I, you nominated both these movies, so I'm, I'm assuming that both of them had lasting impressions on you. Otherwise, so nice of you to say, Blaine. You wouldn't have nominated um, them. I, you know, I, I'm not this kind of person, but, uh, we have what eight movies in this next round. Yeah. Eight movies. I do believe six of them are mine, but who's counting (laughs) anyway. You know, which one's not in there though. You know what? Solid burn, sir. Solid Solid burn. Solid. That's a real solid one. (laughs) Touche. (laughs) Too fucking (laughs) shay. Anyway. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, lasting impressions. So, uh, uh, for sure. I mean, it's but it is a difference between uh, apples and oranges, really. I mean, <laughs> yeah, these are yeah, <laughs> di- lasting for different reasons, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Ah. I mean, I find The Shining to still be eerie, creepy, wild ride more than most things between the visuals the music all of it it's a pretty creepy movie even if you don't find it quote-unquote scary scary you know still pretty creepy while sleepaway camp i consider just absolute fun debauchery but it's the same way i feel about like friday the 13th I'm not scared at friday the 13th but it's entertaining nonetheless yeah i would agree i the shining definitely I know it sticks with people because I I heard about that room two three seven scene, yeah, for forever. So I know that sticks in people's minds, and it was pretty gross. And perhaps if I had seen it younger, that would have been haunting. And yeah, you yeah, know, it was. <laughs> there's a bunch of moments in there that kind of stick with you. The twins, yeah, creepy. The music, the bong, mm-hmm. that. <laughs> 
Isn't that what it was? It's like a boss. It's like a big tone. You mean when they do a quick cut scene and the sound comes in as hard as a rock? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's definitely more of the blood coming out of the elevators. That shit kind of sticks with you. That's my favorite gift. Of your period starting? Yeah. yeah. Every time that happens, I send that gift to Blaine and he just knows. Yeah. Oh, my God, Jesus. We did talk about this on that episode. Yeah. So I think it's important we that we talk about it every time. I think everybody should start using that. Yeah. There's <laughs> chocolate in the refrigerator, I promise. Uh, yeah, so I, The Shining definitely sticks with you. Mm-hmm. Sleepaway Camp, I don't think I'll ever forget the penis reveal, but that sticks with you for a different reason. It is, yeah. It's not sticking with me from a horror perspective. Mm-hmm. It's sticking with me from just like, a, no way. <laughs> No way did that just happen. So, uh, for the horror, just sticking, Mm -hmm. it's got to go to The Shining. If we're comparing, if we're saying one wins over the other, but The Shining definitely has lasting impression. Jill, what are you thinking? I mean, absolutely, The Shining sticks with you. And I was one of those really fortunate kids that got to watch it at like seven years old. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. For the first time, so very, very nice. Obviously, Thanks, there's. Dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you know it was my dad? Oh, weird. There's lots of scenes that stick with me from The Shining, and probably always will. But mm-hmm. it's not just that they stick with me. Like, think about how many times those scenes have been referenced in pop culture, oh, with yeah. the twins and yes. the carpet being repeated and it's... the tricycle. Yeah, the all work and no play. Like, everyone knows Mm -hmm. that quote, whether or not you've seen The Shining. So, obviously, I think The Shining has a very clear, lasting impression. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly did on Shelley Duvall, who... Certainly did. Yeah. (laughs) Kubrick had a very lasting impression on her as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, She basically stopped acting. I think she stopped living, to be honest with you. (laughs) She did a little bit. Yeah. I think she gave up on quite a lot. All right. Well, I think that's a good kind of discussion. That's going to be kind of the framework for what we ultimately vote and decide which movie goes through. Um, But for now, in the meantime, before we do our vote, uh, we have just a couple of new categories. We're not giving out any awards this time, but Mm -hmm. um, a couple new things we want to discuss. Get everyone's take on this. So first, we're going to ask, what would an alternate movie title be for both of these movies? Okay. All right. Andrew, you want to you wanna give out yours? Yes. So for me, um, I was going to say like I was saying, but we hadn't been talking about this. Um, but for me, I would say in the book, maybe The Shining plays a bigger part than it did in this movie. I don't feel like it's, one, explained very well. Two, it doesn't, do anything that benefits or disbenefits anyone? The shine you're talking about like their telepathy, essentially. Yeah, yeah. basically. Is what I mean, and again, I'm not one hundred percent that's uh, what the shining is, but it appears that's what they were saying it was. So uh, I think the shining is just a little bit uh, confusing. My idea was this. All this is taking place in the Overlook, why not just call it the Overlook? Stick with that one word title. Be done with it. I like that. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Yeah. Because it was all about the hotel. <laughs> Very much was. It was. The biggest part The Shining played, from what I could tell, is that 
It got Mr. Halloran to back to the hotel, but then he just fucking died, so... Immediately. It's a yeah. terrible thing to have, apparently. <laughs> Discharge your Shining. Um, Jill, you got an alternate movie title for The Shining? I had two, actually. What you got? My oh. first one is going to be The Freezing. I love that. Because <laughs> I just feel like it's more accurate. <laughs> and you know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That, that's something that exists in the world. And then secondly, I would call this the Best Exotic Murderer Hotel. Goddamn, Jill. That's a good one. That's really good. That's a good one, Jill. <laughs> it would be different if Wes Anderson... Uh... <laughs> the Wes Anderson version of this yes. movie? Yeah. Yes. Although I would argue that the set design would look similar. Uh, you know? Just more purples. Oh, definitely more purples. Uh, purples. Probably lost stuffed animals. Well, we had those. (laughs) (laughs) God damn. God damn, I couldn't Uh, think of it. In in so many different ways. Yeah. Oh, man. That was was fucking solid. That was great. I wasn't even talking about the... (laughs) I was going with taxidermy animals. Uh, But... Stuffed animals came out of my mouth. So. so a guy wearing a bear suit with his mouth stuffed? Yeah. <laughs> That's not what you were talking about? Yep, certainly was. <laughs> um. Oh, man. The Wes Anderson version of The Shining is needs to be in the works, to be quite honest. Because if you think about it, Steven Spielberg... By the way, we got to talk about him. Because, number one, I, I was referring to Ready Player One when he did... Uh, his little take on The Shining. You remember that scene? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So he kind of touched on that. But that made me start to think, he just did West Side Story. Is he at the point in his career and at his age, where again, much like Stanley Kubrick, if he said he wants to make a movie, people just money uh, throw money at him? Yeah. Do you think he was just sitting around the house and was like, uh, I like that movie, West Side Story. I bet I could do that. <laughs> just fucking made it. That movie exists in the world, and he didn't change a thing and remade it. So maybe he was just bored. I don't know. I don't. I mean, hey, he he, maybe he just wanted to try a musical. If all you got to do is raise your hand, and they'll let you make a movie. (laughs) Do you, man? He earned it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, for me, I would call this movie Tyler Perry's "I Hate My Family." Because Jack, it's basically just a movie about him hating his wife and child so much that <laughs> driving he, your point home. Uh, All right. Yeah, he moved to this hotel, and at the first opportunity, he knew he was alone. Yep. The very first opportunity he had, he tried to have sex with a person that was not supposed to be in this hotel. Yeah. Didn't ask any questions. Not a one. No, been there for months. Yeah. You know what? Fuck my wife. <laughs> I'm going to cheat on her. I'm cheating on her right now. With this nomadic woman who's living right in the hotel. Right now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Jill, I like yours the most. Okay. Actually, that <laughs> looks pretty good, too. Which one? Yeah. You guys had some good ones. Okay. All right, so next... We have alternate. Oh, oh I didn't no, mean to I'm you. sorry. I'm sorry. Let's just go ahead and do the sleepaway camp one as well. 
Yeah, might as well. Add that. <laughs> might as well do that. We're doing that. Yeah. So alternate title <laughs> for Sleepaway Camp. Andrew, what you got? So, when we were talking about this particular category, my thoughts went to the year 1983, mm-hmm. and what would I go see on the matinee screen when I walked by the movie theater? And the title I think that would grab me is Camp Death. Camp Death. Camp Death. Because really, what the fuck is a sleepaway camp? You don't get anything from that title. With Camp Death, you know what you're getting Wait. right away. You have an idea. Mm-hmm. Camp Death, that sounds like a Goosebumps book. You know what? I retract my statement. Let's keep it sleepaway camp. That's Camp Blood. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it might be. Oh. Camp, camp Blood, that's right. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, Oh, almost got a copyright. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's good. You don't want R.L. Stein coming after you. No, we know how he is. He'll get litigious. you. Litigious. <laughs> Real uh, litigious Stein. That's yeah. what his name stands for. Did you say Bill Litigious Stein? Real? Oh, <laughs> R.L. It's R.L. I get the joke now. Yeah, that's a good is. one. Actually, <laughs> that's a good one. Oh that's man, great. Real R- litigious Stein. R.L. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Camp Death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Because just a minute, you see that on the screen, you're going to be like, fuck you, Return of the Jedi. I'm seeing Camp You're Death. like, I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm checking I'm going that. that. I'm going to that. I will see that. But let's be honest, I probably had already seen uh, Return of the Jedi 12 times if I lived in that Oh yeah. Year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it probably did, did, did a little better in the box office, but mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. I Jill. mean, no, that could be arguable, you know. I think this movie made $13 million and... I don't think Return of the Jedi made much more than that. So no, no. no. <laughs> what about you, Jill? What you got? So my sorry. Okay. Alternate title. Are <laughs> you okay? For sleepaway. The camp. word alternate just left my Jill, brain. Jill, were you taking a sleepaway camp? <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> my alternate title for sleepaway camp was the penis monologues. I uh, mm, yes yes. The penis. That's a good one, Jill. And what would they say? Because honestly. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't have anything to add to that. Go ahead. I didn't either. Yeah, I oh. think that one's just kind of. I don't know dry. what they would say. Well, I don't have one. Mm, they'd probably just say. I'm not Angela. Mm, I don't know. What they, I don't know. What they oh, would. I that's, thought that's what you were. I'm so disappointed that you added that. I think you should move on. <laughs> yeah, that's my bad. <laughs> great is if you did that for 10 straight minutes. Uh, um, and we just let it happen we just, just the longer at you, the you do time. it the better yeah i think that is that would be one of those jokes you just keep it going mm. but anyways my alternate title would be thursday the 12th because this is a direct ripoff of friday the 13th <laughs> yep you you love making that reference but good for you what? good for you you know i just won't <laughs> We watched Friday. We watched one of those in this mm-hmm. this bracket. Um, and last this movie, bracket. Well, last round of the bracket. You know this. This brings me to my next point. Yeah. I don't know brackets. <laughs> uh, is that the overall? Yes. Okay. Yes. Question answered. We can move on. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. So Thursday the twelfth. Thanks for stealing that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> You know, there was a movie, it was a parody movie called Saturday the 14th. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm I'm glad I didn't go that route. I thought that'd have a bigger reaction. Matter of fact, I felt it did have one at one point, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> well, who knew? Who knew? Who, who knew? absolutely knew? What year did that come out? Uh, 19... It doesn't matter. It, uh, I'll tell you this. It was probably the 80s. Tell us all about it. All right. Director. So we start on this beautiful <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Classy. Okay. So next... Here's an interesting question for you guys. Who was worse than the villains in this movie? These movies. For some reason, I thought we had answered this, but no, we haven't talked about this. We have not. No. Jill, what about you? Was there, you was there anyone worse than Angela? Was there anyone worse than Jack? Okay, well, in Sleepaway Camp, I think our obvious answer to who's worse than angela is the child rapist cook yeah that's pretty bad yeah who yeah is i think our first death right he is our first death yeah or murder we should say it's our first murder mm -hmm. so yeah um i would say he's arguably worse because yeah angela gets her revenge on her bullies but she doesn't rape any children no no and i mean that we're aware of yeah i we think don't we know can... what she did to those kids in their sleeping bag Pretty safe. Oh, I think we can pretty safely assume that Angela was not his first attempt at no. a child. Oh, no, this... no, 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 no. He works at a camp. It's like, yeah, this guy had a quite a history. Yeah. Um. So I would nobody say nobody ever reported him. I'd say that guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's pretty bad. That's it. I think if you did a poll. He'd come up a lot. I think so, too. He'd be there. He'd be there. Mm-hmm. Probably the top answer on Family Feud. Probably. Um, oh, absolutely. Andrew, what about you? Well, uh, if we're talking about Sleepaway Camp, I think, first of all, Jill is absolutely right. Um, the child molester is a number one asshole in this whole thing. Uh, probably could argue Aunt Martha not a great person Ooh, either. No. That's also a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not the best person yeah. in the world once we've watched the whole movie. Uh, so, yeah, I'd probably go with those two. Yeah, I I don't know if there's anyone else you can pick besides those two. They're clearly the worst two. I mean, don't get me wrong. Judy is an absolute monster. She for is, sure. She is a bitch. Yeah. But she pales in comparison to... The child molester and the... the uh, child rapist. The abusing aunt. And the abusing aunt who forces her nephew... To uh, pretty much act like a girl at all times. Yeah, it's a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are really good. I'm going to have to agree mm -hmm. with both of you. So well done. There we go. All right. Did you have any? Oh, you just said yours. Continue on. Yeah. <laughs> so now we just got to do the same thing. But who's worse than Jack in The Shining? So I don't think that really anyone is worse than Jack in The Shining. I think that Jack sucks. Jack does And I think suck. as far as villains go, it's Jack. That's yeah. going to be my answer. Yeah, he's just a family-hating Who's the real bitch. villain? It's, it's just him. Jack's the real villain. Well, if I had to choose it, it'd definitely be Wendy. Because, obviously, <laughs> she doesn't know her place. She doesn't. So... <laughs> she doesn't. And I'm trying to think what, he, what the line is, but it's like, a, I... Okay, this is Grady talking to him in the bathroom. And he was saying his... He was talking about his daughters. And I want to say he said I rectified them no that's not the word it's not the word oh, fuck. who cares 
Anyway, so... Um, Almost had it. I know. He said corrected. He said I corrected her, too. So... Poor Gr- thing. Grady said this? Yeah. Yeah. Gr- Which brings me to the next point. Yeah. Grady, 100% worse than Jack. That's a good point. Yeah. Grady's yeah. just a successful Jack. Grady, Grady <laughs> did everything. And then on top of it, was a fucking racist. Even in his afterlife. Just a terrible guy all around. He managed to kill his twin daughters, his wife, and killed himself. And for all of this, he gets to be a waiter for eternity. <laughs> for, for eternity. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, that should tell you what it's like to work in the service industry. Amen, sister. Because this man's that's eternal how. punishment yeah. for <laughs> murdering his whole family and being a racist was being a waiter. Truly. Yeah. <laughs> The most admirable profession. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I gotta agree with you, Andrew. I had the ghosts in general, but mm-hmm. Grady takes the cake. He's oh, the yeah, he's yeah. the head ghost guy. So that's the sad part. Is he the head ghost guy? I mean, or did he not even have time to fuck around with all these idiots? Who's the head? The guy probably getting his dick sucks. Probably the head. Oh, ghost. he has to be the head ghost. <laughs> guy. He's probably the head yeah. ghost guy. The head ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. oh wow. Just blew my mind. Honestly, after watching the movie again, I I was there, I was trying to move on from it. Um, <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, that is talk about sticking with you. Oh. oh. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. We can move oh, on. Man. That's fun. That's a good time. Yeah. Hmm. What the hell good are we chance. just talking about? No, we're good talking chance. about... <laughs> we were talking about who is worse than the villain. Oh. Yeah, okay. Well, then we're done. All right. So, we got through it. We got it. Yeah. So the next one is also a fun one. Who is a cast member that you would like to uh, possibly have seen recasted? Just one, huh? Or maybe one or two, you know. We're not recasting the whole not goddamn 10? movies here. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> you know. Then uh, I just want to be upfront with you, too. I really misunderstood this assignment. So, <laughs> alternate cast members. Who you got? Let's start with The Shining. With The Shining, I thought that Jake Gyllenhaal would make an excellent Jack. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal with a beard or without a beard? I would say with at least some scruff. Yeah. Maybe yeah. somewhere in between. Tell yeah. me about it. Just to show he's not he's not in a place where he's like showering or shaving. Right. Regularly. And oh, I think okay. he could really encapsulate that tortured artist douchebag vibe. Is that why we hate him now? Because he doesn't bathe? No, he was mean to Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh. I mean, no, okay. Ten years. Ago. I do want to. <laughs> I do want to break this down. Like uh, he was a shover or a no, smacker. No, 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 no. They, no. they dated. Okay. They went to a party one time, and he didn't talk to her as much as she wanted him to in front of his friends. Okay. Oh, end of story. I feel oh, like okay. you're. A, I'm a big. You're being Swiftie. a real asshole. I'm oh, a huge about Swiftie. This right I'm now? a huge Swiftie, but. You know, he is she a huge was, you know, she was young. 
I think that's the point, is that he was 30 and she was like 19, and they probably shouldn't have been dating in the first place. Yeah, it's just, you know, one of those things. And Mm. her song, All Too Well, she released a 10-minute short film that she directed. Kind of... Uh, the song is about the. It relationship. sounds like she's really holding on to these uh, feelings about him. <laughs> um, the song is about the relationship. She made a film about it, and uh, Dylan O'Brien plays Jake Gyllenhaal, and Sadie Sink plays a young Taylor. You are really gonna break this down. I'm just gonna. I just want to be upfront and honest know. with you. I didn't understand a single fucking name you just said. So, I'm gonna move on. That's yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we don't like Jake Gyllenhaal because he. He broke up. Didn't with talk to Taylor Swift at a party. I might keep liking him. I'm just gonna be honest. If that's the worst, <laughs> I might keep liking him. I thought you were gonna tell me that he uh, was very, very abusive to her, and that no, was gonna be a different story. No, it just didn't work out between the no, two. No, I of think them. that it. I think it only goes as far as like douchebag. I don't think it goes as far as like abuser. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyways. I'm gonna keep him on the uncanceled list. Not like that piece of shit, John Mayer. But we'll get to him. Oh man, <laughs> I do want to discuss that. What did he do to her? Did they date? They did date. Oh, we're not doing this right now. <laughs> I really kind of want to. Know. We're not doing this right now. <laughs> Alternate cast member. We'll talk afterwards. Now, shining. Okay. Oh, it's my go. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. I was watching the movie Fences the other day. I strongly suggest it. Uh, not so much if you don't like uh, snot. Uh, Viola Davis, uh, for some reason when she cries, she doesn't fuck around with that uh, runny nose. Uh, but it was a great movie, nonetheless. <laughs> you don't like yeah, snot. No, it's not the movie for you. And trust me, I... Uh... <laughs> oh, wow. I did have to look away a couple of times. I was like, cool, cool. <laughs> Do we have to stay on her this whole time? Can uh, she wipe her nose? So this man knows his puns. Boom! Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> Viola Slander will not be tolerated here. Yeah, I agree. I will She's allow. amazing. Yeah. So, but with that being said, Viola Davis? I think Viola Davis is Wendy. And Mr. Denzel Washington as Jack. You're carrying both of them over. I'm taking them both over. I think and, they do well together. And Danny's just going to be a, their white child. Uh, well, I had a thought on that, too. I think we should hire, uh, Timothy Chalamet for that role. Yes. <laughs> because, apparently, we hire him for everything now. Just, yeah. 24-year-old Chalamet on a tricycle. Yeah. I would love that. I do think we'd have to rethink Grady, though, because he would never help Denzel. Oh! <laughs> That's That's true. fair enough. He would not let him That's out of the freezer. fair enough. Oh, man. Oh. He would turn the air higher. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that would have been different. Oh, it yeah. That really does turn the tides on Grady. And what if... Uh, what if we got Jack Nicholson to reprise his role? Well, not reprise, but take on the role of uh, Mr. Halloran in that movie. I don't like that. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think that's. Terrible. I didn't know this was opinionated, but all right. Sorry. Yeah. What Andrew is saying is that he would like for the white guy to be the good guy, the hero that yes. comes back. Yeah, white for savior. once. <laughs> for... Yeah, golly, look at this guy. Can't do anything. Oh, I believe it or not, would also like to make Jack black 
not for. You're talking about the actor. Yes. Okay. Jack Black. Jack Black. as Jack. That'd be sick. That'd be that'd, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> I love that. That would be. And why do I feel like someone's already made that suggestion at some oh, point? Man. <laughs> I'm gonna bash your fucking brains. He makes it a song. <laughs> I feel like he would be very appropriate in that role. <laughs> no, I was gonna say Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. All right. Just because he's got that intensity. Mm-hmm. But let me address first. Oh, okay. Denzel Washington would have been amazing. Uh, you're telling me. Because he's amazing in everything. He's I really want to a see very this. good actor. I really want to see this Macbeth movie he's in. Yeah, I heard good things. Yeah. But yeah, Samuel L. Jackson, because he's kind of... Just think of his character, Jules Winfield, in Pulp Fiction, but at the Overlook Hotel. You got the Jules wig on and everything? The, the whole thing. I love it so far. Just okay. going wild. Now, would we, uh, would we have Uma... As Wendy? No. No okay. one else changes. Oh, we're just keeping Shelly Ball and... Uh, yeah, okay. Just Sam Jackson. Just imagine his interaction with the, the lady in 237. It would have been magical. Well, I can show you this. I don't think uh, Samuel would have uh, stopped. I think even after she changed, he would be like, well, that's fine. You know what? <laughs> it would have been like the bag over her head in Scary Movie <laughs> yeah. 2. He just turned her around real slow. <laughs> <laughs> This side looks yeah. okay. I'm going to point her away from the mirror. Side. Yeah. I just went and got the bear suit and put it on her. <laughs> this is fine. That, uh, you know what? Much better movie. <laughs> Much better movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, all right. So, alternate cast for Sleepaway Camp. What you got, Jill? So, I really think that Tony Danza would have shown in the role as the, the coach. That's Shine? Is that is it? Is shown not past tense? Shined? I I think shined is the. We're not doing good. This is not guys. This is not grammar podcast. Oh well, it should just be. He would have done well as the coach. Well, you funny you say that because (laughs) because points. Did anyone say this man was the coach? <laughs> That's he's got to be a coach. What else is he? He just works out in the background of every scene. Is he not a coach during the like hour long baseball scene? He Does doesn't he... appear one time. <laughs> Does he have a whistle? He's got absolutely not. <laughs> but you know what? I want to keep calling him coach. <laughs> a clipboard, maybe. He may have a clipboard, but I cannot tell you what he's checking off on it. Does so. this man work at the camp at all? <laughs> <laughs> Did we ever you establish know, this? I didn't see his paperwork, so I'm not sure. He may not. Regardless, mm-hmm. I think Tony Danza. Tony Danza would do a great job <laughs> in his shoes. It's funny you say that because it basically was Tony Danza. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was him. That was so. You couldn't have picked a more softball. They would recasting. have the same accent and everything. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been Richard Danza, Tony's brother. Oh, Richard never had the chops. Dick never Danza. did it. No. Also, Dick Tony Danza. would never have a brother named Richard. I... It'd be so Italian. You have to think of another. You don't know that. Yeah. There's no stereotypes. <laughs> Tony Danza. You got uh, Meatball Danza. In all, in all, in all fairness, Jill was going. For I was it. gonna. I, when she said that, 
I was like, uh, what's the, the immediate? I was like, what's the next Italianist name? What was John Travolta's name in Stay Alive? Oh, it was Tony. Never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Already taken. Yeah. Never Sal- mind. Salvatore. Jill's got a great. <laughs> Salvatore Dan. <laughs> That's probably the. Oh, I think that was his dad. Yeah. <laughs> dad. He came from the old country. Yeah. Salvatore did. <laughs> Salvatore Dan. I can't think of another Italian name. Raphael? Uh, Giuseppe. Spanish. <laughs> Giuseppe Danza. Raphael? That's Italian. I think that's Italian. Well. Yeah. Matter of fact. I, I know it's a Ninja the, Turtle. I think all the Ninja Turtles names were <laughs> Italian. Well, I, I immediately thought of Raphael Nadal. Nadal. He's from Spain. Did you? <laughs> you know what? You know what? Uh-huh. Do your own Donatella podcast. Danza. Do your own. Yeah. Who's your fucking guy? <laughs> Who's your alternate cast? Andrew? Uh, Giuseppe Danza. Uh, the older <laughs> brother of Tony. Um, and, uh... <laughs> I, I, for no reason, I'm thinking about Coach again. Um, <laughs> sorry. It's gotta be a coach. Oh, I love that. That and... <laughs> Poor Nancy went to the crazy house when it was just a sleep lap. <laughs> I still think about that one. Um, but anyway. Oh, wow. <laughs> so my alternate cast would be. Alternate cast member. Oh, I, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. I've been downgraded to one. Well. Okay, go ahead. All right. Well, I'm going to do two. Love since that. that's all I'm allowed to do. Uh, I think if I was going to change anybody, we'd have to update uh, Mel, the uh, owner of the camp. Yeah. Uh, geriatric Mel. The older white guy. Yes, yes. And I think the only person who could do that well would be uh, one Mr. Larry Dean. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think he would be outstanding Trem- in this role. Tremendous. Because I want you to just imagine for a second that scene when he finds Meg dead and he has to give that soliloquy of how much he loved her <laughs> seeing larry david do that would be extraordinarily entertaining fantastic yes it would be i love that now uh i suppose if we're going to uh change anyone else it uh i would have to change uh ricky and i would replace him with uh timothy chalamet oh because he's never there. the chalamet so, yeah Okay. All right. All right. All right. Now, who would I recast? I would have just liked to have seen Aunt Martha in more of the roles, if that would have been possible. Like a, like a one-woman a, show, you say. Like a one-woman show type of movie. <laughs> if there was anybody to do it, it would be uh, Desiree Gould. Oh, for sure. The talented <laughs> Forever Missed. Desiree Gould. That movie would definitely be called The Penis Monologues. 100%. 100%. And all I'm thinking about is she would not change her character anyway. No. It would just be different <laughs> costumes and wigs. So as coach, <laughs> she'd have just been like, Angela. <laughs> Angela. <laughs> yes. Yes. But with a dumbbell. Yes. But with a dumbbell. God damn, I want that movie too. That seems like a great one. That would be a feat. A feat of 
a, a, acting a bigger feat than 1983 could afford i'll tell you that yeah. so <laughs> well that wraps up our new uh little fun category so <laughs> yeah. only thing left to do now mm-hmm. is just say what movie we think deserves to move into round three okay shining sleepaway camp andrew it's a tough decision for me um uh, both your movies either way you win i win so uh there was a movie that i was thinking about where the tagline was like if they win we lose don't remember what it was um hmm. cobra kai sounds like yes. basketball <laughs> it sounds like what basketball I'm so glad that we are the only two people that saw that movie. Um, <laughs> in the whole world. Nobody else? Nobody else. Blaine, you ever seen basketball? I have. Oh, so three. The three He's of us. absolutely ridiculous. Uh, close to unwatchable, I would say. It was not great. But for me, when I'm thinking about these two movies, listen, they've stuck with me for quite a long time. I love both of them. They're both my children. And... Uh, when I was thinking about this, when I saw that they were going to be matched up against each other, I never once would have thought that Sleepaway Camp would have beaten Alien. Uh, so I'm just happy it made it to the next round, to be completely honest with you. So with that being said, The Shining is also... It's an extraordinarily beautiful movie. Extraordinarily creepy and the creepiness is going to help me push it to round three. I'm going to go with The Shining. Yeah. I'm going to have to agree with you completely. Oh. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm just bitter that Sleepaway can't be alien. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Oh, which I am. I mm-hmm. am bitter. Yes, mm-hmm. I'll admit that. Um, but it is just a way better movie. <laughs> just flat out. In every mm-hmm. single way, a better movie. Uh, and you're comparing one of the greatest directors of all time, Stanley Kubrick, to a guy who made one movie ever and then quit after his after Sleepaway Camp. I don't Kubrick. like that you don't say his name. Say it I out loud. I don't know his name. <laughs> say his name. Say, put some Call goddamn by his name. respect on his name. Yeah. I don't know it's, his name. It's Robert Hiltzik. <laughs> Robert Hiltzik. And the only reason well, I can the only reason I can remember that is because I looked it up before I started recording. So Yeah. So <laughs> in every way imaginable, the shining's better, and I'm also gonna put it through. Which means it goes through, but Jill, I want to hear your your comments as well. Oh yeah, just for shits and gigs. Just and for you guys shits just and gigs. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm going to put through The Shining. It's, okay. you know, it's an actual little... movie. It's an actual <laughs> That's harsh. All right. I've said some terrible things about Sleepaway Camp, but that is. It's an actual movie. Sleepaway it's... Camp is my favorite. My absolute favorite type of movie. I love yeah. a horror comedy. You do. I, do. I, I, do. I love nothing more than a low-budget, just god-awful horror Slasher film. type of movie. Yes. Love them. I agree. However... If we're looking for the goat, mm-hmm. I think we have to push through The Shining. Well, folks, mm-hmm. you heard it here. Sure the did. Shining takes down Sleepaway Camp 
moves into round three mm-hmm. and will take on the winner of what is our category next week we have the thing versus west craven's new nightmare oh yeah okay <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't love that. Uh, uh, that's fine. That's fine. So, I don't love that tone. <laughs> tune in next time. Oh, before we go. Yeah, what you got? I do have one more thing I forgot to add. Uh, with my alternate title for Sleepaway Camp. Oh, yeah. Um, I said it should be Camp Death, but I also had a tagline. Oh. Yeah. And my tagline was Camp Death. Two out of three people thought it was better than Alien. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh. oh, man. And that's the thrilling conclusion to Sleepaway Camp and The Shining. Tune in next week for the round two competition between The Thing and Wes Craven's New Nightmare. If you're enjoying our show, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. See you next week.